Hello, hello. This is Yuri with Moving Sales Professionals and Let's Talk Moving Podcast. And with me today, I got Mark Gray, the mover recruiter with Mover Search Group. How are you doing today, Mark? Fine, Yuri. Thanks so much. Thanks for this opportunity. We've been trying to get together for a while. We finally got it, made it happen. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I was looking forward to having this conversation. So really appreciate having you on. So um, as always, how did you get started in the moving industry and what has led you to recruitment? Well, Yuri, what I like to say always is I'm a product of the, of the industry that I serve. Uh, awesome. I grew up in the moving industry. My dad was a... Uh, salesman and then a general manager then an rvp for beacons van lines back in the huh? 50s and 60s and he was actually transferred by milo beacons himself back in the early 60s to open the first company store for beacons van lines in the in the southeast really the east coast so i grew up playing in the warehouse i packed and i loaded during the summers did a little bit of local driving and uh Eventually, after a short period of time, when I practiced law representing trucking companies, I got into the recruitment. So that's what I do. I recruit for the moving and storage industry. And I've done so for about close to 30 years now. Awesome. Awesome. So you're you're the guru of uh, moving recruitment, so to speak. That's flattering. But, uh, you know, let's just say I've lasted longer than most. Okay. Well, that says a lot about you because it is an industry that obviously, well, for any industry, anybody that's lasted for a long time, they know something that others don't. Right. Or they, or they have some tips that others don't. So speaking of that, you were mentioning something about confessions of a household moving headhunter. So that right. would be you. Right. Confess. I, I confess. I had the pleasure of speaking. I was invited to speak to the New Jersey Warehousemen's and Movers Association a couple of weeks ago, and uh, have just been asked to uh, speak to the North Carolina convention later this month. And uh, they wanted something unique in my presentation, so I came up with a little, a little presentation called "Confessions of a Household Goods Headhunter." And what I do, I try to give the audience, who are comprised mostly of moving and storage agency owners. Uh, some some tidbits of infor- for information as to what they can expect in dealing with a recruiter, uh, how perhaps they can save a little bit of money. Uh, really, you don't usually go to a recruiter, Yuri, until everything else has failed on your end. It's a difficult process trying to recruit good talent, and you're in the business. Boy, do I know it. Recruiting good salespeople uh, on your end, and uh, uh, they don't normally come to me until they've exhausted uh, all of their avenues. But one of the things that I do like to talk to on these at these conventions is to give them some ideas, some of the things they can do internally before they have to actually pick up the phone and call a guy like me and then pay a nice uh, recruiter's fee to get somebody for them. There are different things that they can do. Uh, and, and I'm glad to share some of that information. It's a tough market out there. Uh, business has been down in the moving industry this year, especially on the residential side, uh, the side, probably down 30% or so. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing a lot of movers getting into nowadays more into the commercial field, the logistics, warehousing, and distribution. But there's still a need for people on the residential household goods side. Uh, and uh, that's where folks like you can come in and and I'm still doing a lot of recruiting on the 
uh, on the uh, individual private transferee side, but it is changing. The landscape of the industry has been changing of late. Yeah, I, I hear you. So uh, why would someone call call a recruiter or want needs to hire a call center like moving sales professionals, for example? Well, and now for a quick message from our sponsors. For a limited time only, we have partnered with an SEO and marketing company with discounted rates for their services. Schedule an appointment via Calendly link below to learn more. Thank you. And now getting back to the podcast. First of all, a guy like yourself and your company, you've got access to a database of professionals or people that are experienced in marketing, selling, handling call center information for uh, generating leads or following up on leads. So you'd call somebody like yourself or myself because we have a database, we have a track record, we have a performance results that we can represent to our potential clients. Hmm. We're not always and, successful. We're not always successful. Right. Uh, well, the, the, which what people got to realize, whether you're using a recruiter or whether you're using uh, our service, which we're not technically, we, we are a recruiter, but yet we're not because we hold our salespeople in-house. We train our salespeople in-house. So we're doing all that here. But yeah, sometimes, I mean, if you call me last minute, I may have a salesperson that's available to go right away, or I may have to tell you, hey, you got to give me two weeks to have somebody for you. Exactly. Sometimes it's successful, sometimes it's not, but you got to remember in either case, we're dealing with strong personality in the person that's the mover, that's the owner of the moving company, right? You have the way that you guys want to do things, right? You have the way that we as salespeople know we have to do things, right? In order to be successful for you. And then you got the sales rep. And the, sometimes the personality of the sales rep and the owner just doesn't match. And if that's the case, we may have another rep ready for you, or maybe it takes time for us to get somebody right up. That doesn't mean that we're bad or good. It's just you're dealing with real people. And when, you, when you're dealing with real people, you're dealing with real problems. People get sick sometimes, unfortunately. People sometimes have things that are happening in their family. They have to move. They have to do all sorts of things that changes the landscape of whoever's working for them. Mark may get you somebody that's just awesome, but two weeks from now, three weeks from now, something happens in his personal life, which leads that gentleman to make some decisions that he or she wouldn't make otherwise, that lead to a spiral that creates a bunch of bad things for you. Now, is that Mark's fault? No. Is that my fault? No, because they're people. It's real people and real people have real problems. And now for a quick message from our sponsors. If you're a moving business owner, you may have already heard of Moversville, an email marketing service that helps moving companies increase, repeat, and referral business. But have you heard of Moversville Connect? Moversville Connect is an incredible resource for all things moving. They feature an array of vendors and services that cater specifically to the moving industry. You can find companies that provide moving software, moving sales services, marketing services, moving equipment providers, and much, much more. Visit moversville.com to learn more. And on my side of the ledger, as a recruiter, a true recruiter, one of the... Um, um, things that I must do when I take on a new client is to try to get an idea as to the culture of the company that I'm recruiting for. 
as you referenced, there are people that have different personalities, different ways of doing things. You, I have to ascertain before I start the search for a, for a dispatcher or an operations manager or for a commercial or COD salesperson, I need to know what the culture of the company is. Also, I want to know the track record of their employee retention. What's their reputation in the industry? Do they have a reputation of turning over a lot of people? Because that's going to make my life and job more difficult if I Absolutely. get on the phone and I start calling contacts and said, hey, I've just been retained by ABC Moving Company and they want a good local dispatcher and you've been in my database and I want to know if you'd be interested in talking to them. If they come back to me and I start getting feedback from potential clients saying, hey, no way am I going to work for ABC. They just don't keep people on board. I will take that information and get back to my client and say, look, we've got a we've got an image problem. We've got a reputation problem. Uh, either we're going to address it and make some changes, hopefully, or it's going to be a difficult process trying to recruit for you. You probably find the same thing on your end of the business, Jerry. You're talking to people who have a track record of not treating their uh, sales personnel uh, in, in the proper way or rewarding them or compensating them in a competitive manner. Well, and, uh, I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm not, and I'll be, I'll say this to anybody that I'll say it to any of the moving company that comes on board for me. First of all, if you're a moving company that is not licensed, if you're a moving company that has a bad rating, please don't call me. Please, you're going to save me time and you're going to save yourself time. Amen. Amen. I do not want a client that does not care about his company. I do not want a client that does not care about building a brand. I do not want a client that does not care about longevity of his business in the industry. And I do not want a client that has no problem changing the name of his company 10 times. I do not want you. I want people that care about getting somewhere, about building some sort of a reputation, the good reputation, preferably. Uh, I want people that care about building something and leaving something for their children. That's who I want. I want you to care because that's the people that I hire. I hire people that have a conscience. I They're hire people that are going to feel horrible if they misquote somebody and they realize that they just spent 30 minutes talking to this nice old lady and, uh, you know, and uh, realize that it's, uh, you know, that they just told her $200 off and they, they're sick to their stomach because they have to call this lady and told her that they quoted her wrong. That's yeah. what that's the kind of people that I'm looking to hire that genuinely will feel horrible because they messed up. You're preaching to the choir, Yuri, because the reason I'm talking to you today is obviously I've thoroughly vetted your company and your reputation. As I get older, as I get older in this industry, even though I've been doing it for, like I said, close to 30 years and working in the industry before that and uh, as a salesman, as a loader, as a packer, as a local driver, the biggest thing I find myself doing now, even more so than recruiting, is being an advocate for the moving and storage industry. And somebody who professes to only want to deal with legitimate, licensed, ethical moving companies, those are the people I want to associate with. Because there's too many, I don't need to tell you, and the movers themselves, they know that this industry is replete with uh, rogue movers out there. The people that take, quote, a low ball price 
get the furniture on board and then hold it hostage until more money is right. paid. You want to get rid of those types. And you're doing that by working with legitimate ethical companies. Yeah, I don't I don't want I don't want others. Look, ultimately, you guys moving companies that are out there from me, if you bring us on board, you want results. Right. You want results because whoever was doing your sales before, whether it was you or it was another call center that doesn't work the same way as we do, because we're a lot more thorough than anybody out there. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you work with somebody else, you want results from me. Right. It's going to be much easier for me to get you those results if your heart is in the right place, if your actions are in the right place, if you are that uh legit company that's genuinely wants to help then yeah i mean obviously we're all in business to make money but mm -hmm. if we happen to help some truly help somebody in the in the process and make sure that they have a good experience that makes our job that much easier because that's going to create repeat business that's going to create referrals that's going to create just the genuinely good feeling about you we want to be part of that solution. We don't want to be part of the problem. Exactly right. Now, I represent a lot of major multi-location van line agents, the big boys, names that you would, everybody would recognize in the United Atlas North American Allied Systems. I love, I love my big time clients, but I also get a distinct pleasure out of taking a small mom and pop organization that maybe just joined a van line or is looking to build up a reputation to where they could eventually join a major uh, national van line. I love trying to help those sincere, legitimate, ethical uh, mom and pop stores who are looking to make a uh, make a footprint uh, in their local markets. I love to try to work with them. We're not, it's a little bit more difficult because they don't yeah. have the reputation. It's harder to lure the good people, the good salespeople, or the good operations people. Right. They, I mean, the whole... they don't have the reputation. They also don't have as much of a cash flow as, as the big boys. Right. But speaking to your point about they've got to have the heart. It's got to be in their heart that they want to do things right. Those are the people that you want to help. You maybe go a little bit extra. Maybe at one of the confessions of a household goods headhunter is maybe if they can't afford the fee up front, maybe I'll work out a payment plan. Maybe I'll do a little bit of discount to get in the door to show what I can do for them with the promise of repeat business if the candidate that I place with them does such a good job that their business starts to grow. I'll make an investment in you if you make an investment in me. And I think that's that's the way to conduct business. Right. And that's certainly something that I've done in the past. I mean, and I do have an upfront fee that I charge, but I've been known to make concessions depend oh, for some people depending on what i'm hearing and i've have allowed some of the companies to divide that fee into payments versus putting it up front because realistically if you're i'd rather have you if you're just coming on board i'd rather you have spent some of that on the on good quality leads yes. that allow me to book you business versus versus not ha having that money to spend on that Exactly. So and that's, that's, one of my pet, that's one of my pet peeves because I've been recruiting, like I said, for close to three decades. My fee has always been reasonable. I, I grew up in the industry. I know the profit margins of movers are not what they are in other industries. They're, they're working on a shoestring budget. I understand that. And my fee has always been competitive. My candidate guarantee has always been competitive. 
when I first got into the recruiting business, there was only one other individual that actually was doing it. Um, and that gentleman has long since passed away. Um, his fee was a little bit higher than mine. I wasn't undercutting him to get the business. I just came in trying to do a little bit more professional and more ethical representation of my client and my candidates than he was doing. And, and, and I thrived because of that. Nowadays, however, there's been such an influx of other recruiters or so-called recruiters who really don't have the expertise or the background in the industry. They may be good as recruiters, but maybe they don't have the background in the moving and storage space that I do. And they come in and they charge a fee that's higher than mine uh, with a lesser candidate guarantee. Uh, and, and some people are even going so far as to require a non-refundable, uh, what's called a, uh, a retention fee up front, just to have them give you the privilege of working with them. I don't, I don't agree with any of that. I have a little bit of a uh, competition going with a couple of my competitors out there, but I'm not, I'm not out there to take these guys for all their money. I want to repeat business. I want to establish a long-term relationship right. and I'll make money with the repeat business if I do a good job. Right. That's Right. And it's the same thing with me. You know, I mean, there's companies there that that do that are my competitors that do month to month, for example. Right. And uh, I don't do month to month. My minimum, I mean, I might be willing to bend a little bit, but generally my outdoor thing is that I want a six month commitment. And yeah. the reason I want a six month commitment is not because I'm trying to take it for all your money. It's because I feel in order for you to truly see what my company can do for you right. you need six months because obviously if we start right now right now is the slow season so if we what we do for you now between october and february if you're happy with those results you know you're going to be happy during the summer right. exactly right so it's like so it's it's more for the fact that i want to make sure that you're committed to the cause because a month or three months is going to tell you absolutely nothing because the leads that you're buying right now that we're getting, there are people that are moving this week, next week, a month from now, three months from now. So right. you're not going to see the effect of follow-up that we do. You're not going to see the, the, the true booking that we do until that time goes by. Because in sales, what a lot of moving companies don't realize, and this is a sales technique going to my fundraising days, is that you got to build a pipeline, exactly. a pipeline for sales. That means you line up people. So you're talking to people that are you know, moving three months from now, six months from now, from now until then, right? And you're talking to them consistently. You're following up with them consistently. You're calling them all the time, texting, emailing all the time, right? And you're you're building building that. So and then once those jobs, those chips start falling, by the time you get to that fourth month, hopefully you already have like extra 20, 30, whatever jobs on the calendar from all that previous work that you've done before. And those months really start ramping up for you. And then you start seeing your repeat customers, people that move every six months and then eight months and then a year. And it just starts, it, it, that, that once that ball starts going, you're on the roll. But of course, you got to do other things besides the sales that we do for you, right? You need to be able to, it's, I always find with my years in, in the industry, which at this point are hitting the, are past the 20 year mark, uh, you're basically want to make sure that you're catching the wave. What I mean by that, 
you want to catch when the prices are going up at the right time. And you want to catch when the prices are going down at the right time. If you're able to do that consistently, you're a genius, you're great, and your calendar will always be full. It goes, you're talking about investing, having the client invest in you. It goes back to what I said. Yeah. The client needs to invest in you because you're investing in them. And that six-month period that you're talking about is probably a, a, a reasonable and feasible commitment, uh, given what you're doing. One of the good things I like about what you're doing is the fact that in the moving and storage industry, of course, it's always been the talk of the industry that we're losing too many drivers, and that's that's known throughout. But the second largest rate of attrition these days, other than drivers, are residential salespeople in the moving industry. Mm -hmm. We're losing those people at a greater rate than we ever have before because it's been frustrating discounts, whatever come into play. COVID didn't help, obviously, but... Um, things have changed and we've been losing a lot of residential salespeople. I would imagine a, a service like yours could help fill that void and rebuild that sales staff and those leads that uh, have well, been What I've always said is that I was always talking from the day one when we do this, my idea was about putting professional salespeople in, or professional sales in general, putting that into the moving industry, because that's something from day one, when I started doing sales for a moving company, which was back in 2003, uh, from day one, I felt that that was what was missing because none of, no, no matter where I went, and of course, you know, sorry, I'm tooting my own horn here a little bit, but no matter what moving company I went to work for as a sales rep or as a sales manager, there was not really, I maybe saw once where there was a salesperson that was on the same level as me, and I admit that. Uh, but the rest of the time, they didn't do half the work that I did. They didn't put half the effort in that I did. A lot of them sat there waiting to be called versus doing the legwork. Exactly right. I, I think I told you the story earlier about when I first started doing COD sales mm -hmm. this before the days of the Internet stuff and you couldn't get the leads or the multiple listings on, on the Internet. I, I lived in an apartment down the street from a realty company, and I got to know the day every of every month when the new MLS listings came out. And that night, I would go and I would dumpster dive into the real estate office's uh, um, dumpster and pick up last month's MLS listing books, and I would use that as a lead source for me. So you gotta you gotta go the extra mile, and, and yeah. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you got you got to if you want to be successful. If right. you're not will and the thing is this, especially right now when we are going back when we go back to moving industry, the companies that have been around for a long time, they gotta get creative. I say that a million times on almost every podcast, it seems, but it's like with what's going on right now, you cannot just because something worked for you for the past however many years you've been in the industry, it's not working anymore. So you got all these new entrants to the market, new moving companies that are coming in that are having a much more focus on social media, much more focus on uh, Google, much more focus on whatever they're doing. Like, uh, uh, you know, you have a lot of people that are now on uh, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on TikTok, they're doing all these additional things. Uh -huh. If you're an older company that doesn't do that, well, guess what? If you don't start doing it, those younger companies, even though they don't have your 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years in business, 
They will pass you by if you don't change the way that you operate. You have to. You have to adjust uh, to the market that's around you. Like you were saying, Mark, regarding being the creature of the industry or what, what surrounds you, we all are that way. And if we don't adjust, we're going to be the dinosaurs. Exactly. And that's why companies like All My Sons and Two Men in a Truck have thrived because they adapted those, adopted those uh, methods of marketing and, and Facebook and internet moves and, and to the detriment of the traditional van line agents who were slow to the table in, in adopting those types of uh, uh, practices. But it, there's been a change and I see, thankfully, I see a big change amongst a lot of my clients and they're, they're getting more aggressive in other arenas. In addition to uh, diversifying, like I said, more into the commercial logistics, warehousing, and distribution arenas as well. So I'm optimistic about the industry. We're going through some tough times right now. Yeah, yeah. There's always going to be a need for a moving and storage company out there. There always will be a need. Now, people, I mean, it's, it's the market that, yeah, I mean, it might be down for a little bit right now, but it will rebound. Absolutely. When that's going to happen, you know, that's as good of a question for anybody right now, really. When is uh, the housing market going to rebound? Anybody know? I don't. Not right now with the interest rates at 8%. That's yeah. not going to be a lot of moving going on. Yeah. So we all have to bite, bite it and make sure we come up with creative things to run our business that's going to act uh, uh, attract people to us. That's why I like uh, uh, companies like Move for Hunger for Adam. I think anything like that, that different, you, like that charity or something else, I mean, whether it's Habitat for Humanity or any other nonprofit that's out there that you, that you can see as a way to partner with your moving company to to some sort extent i think anything like that that separates you from your competition you got to do absolutely absolutely i agree 100 percent. okay and i you know my always fun story that i always have it was back from my sales days and you know you want you want the real sales people you don't want the customer service people you want the sales people uh, my favorite story has always been this. When I used to do fundraising, we used to do fundraising for Democrats once upon a time. It was a very long time ago, back going back to Howard Dean. So my mm -hmm. favorite story was this. I, we're down. I'm down to asking this lady to do ten dollars a month, okay, the contribution to Howard Dean campaign, and and I'm down to me. lady. You probably spend more than that on your dog food or your cat food in a week. Yes, but my cat cuddles with me. Well, ma'am, if I could send a few good Democrats over your house right now, I'd do it. Now <laughs> you're talking. At that point, we're both laughing. And then she comes down. She's like, you're a good salesman. I'll do it. There you go. There Wonderful you go. old lady. But you got to be creative, whether you're a sales guy or whether you're a moving company owner. You got to do new things. You got to do things that are going to allow your business to go to the top. Do something different. Come up with something unique. Use your creativity. This is, and right now, if it being slower, this is the time to do things that are new. Change the way that you do things if you think it's going to help you. Times like this separate the order takers from the order getters because there aren't any orders to be taken. If you're an order taker, you've got to go out and get those orders on your own. That's exactly right. Absolutely. You got to fight for it. Well, Mark, once again, thank you so much for joining me. This has been fun. We'll do this again at some point. And as I always say, the world moves on its own. So let the professionals move yours for you. Thank you for joining us for a podcast, Mark. Thank you so much. Thank Pleasure. You, Enjoy it. Take care. And we'll see you all soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.